0: Welcome to the Elevate Podcast, brought to you by the Registered Master Builders. Each week we explore the ideas and practices that help us get the best from our businesses, our teams and ourselves. I'm your host, Ryan Castle. We talk to experts, advocates and business owners in the construction industry to share their knowledge, insights and experiences to help you build a better business and enjoy a better life. Now let the business building begin. Today on the Master Builders Elevate Podcast, we are talking men's health. We are joined by journalist, broadcaster and media personality, Mark Sainsbury. Mark is the director and ambassador of Men's Health Week and shares a raft of amusing stories to encourage us blokes to take better care of ourselves. Learn why swapping doctors might be your best move and what small steps Mark has taken himself to improve his own health. We also throw out a team challenge for anyone keen to make a difference. Mark, welcome along to the Elevate podcast. Fantastic to have you on the show. Hey, great to be here, Owen. Now, Mark, I'm very interested to know you're a director and an ambassador of Men's Health Week. Tell us, how did that come about? Why is this important to you?
1: Well, I got roped in by a friend of mine, Guy Timmy Green, who's the other director for Men's Health Week. He was working on the campaign. It was run by these guys out of Australia. And it was pretty much, um, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's an important campaign, but they're more or less clicking the ticket. And they wanted to get out of it, so we took it over. And because I'd been involved that first year, uh, you suddenly realised how important all this stuff was because, you know, we, we talk about health all the time, but the stats just aren't good. And what we're talking about with men's health is preventable deaths. We're all going to die. There's, there's you know, as I say, death and taxes. What? Yeah, I'm sorry to break this to you. That's uh, horrible news. But we don't have to die as early as we do and there's some pretty horrid stats out there. I think one in four men never make it to retirement, all right? Now, obviously, some die, like younger or whatever, but if you look at it, if say, you've got a bunch of you and your mates there's four of you, one of you isn't going to make it there. If you're Maori or Pacifica, it's one in three, the horrendous figures. So we're talking about preventable deaths, Ryan. We're talking about things that we shouldn't have to die of, so heart disease suicide, diabetes, all those sort of things are preventable. And what we're about is just trying to encourage men. Men's Health Week, we don't rattle a tin. We don't ask for money. We ask for your attention. And we're just trying to gently coax people in. And right across right across the spectrum, It's a it's a funny thing, your health. You don't worry about it until later on, do you? Because you think you're bulletproof when you're young and don't need to do anything. But and a part of that is true. I mean, you're younger, you're healthier, and you are a bit bulletproof, but you need to take steps all the way along the line. So that's how I sort of got involved. I started off as an ambassador. So we we hit up people to become ambassadors. And of course, we wouldn't be here without the master builders. They've been with Men's Health Week since the start. I think it's 14, 15 years ago it started in this country. And they were in and have been in ever since. It is the only thing they sponsor. I mean, they do their Houses of the Year shows and trade stuff, but in terms of sponsorship, this is it. This is what they do because they think it's important and we happen to agree with them.
0: And it's always good when you put your money where your mouth is, isn't it? That's right. That's yeah. right. You know, of others have done that.
1: Well, it was interesting as well because, you know, a couple of years back, right around Men's Health Week, the news came out about, you know, the terrible figures in the construction industry in terms of depression and suicide. And so I, you know, I thought it was a good thing, <laughs> not that, but it was, it was a good thing that master builders were already Actively engage in the space. You know they they could see this coming, um, so you know that's been a that's that has been a big thing, and it still remains a huge part of, of the health spectrum. And like everywhere else, you know, mental health used to be, you know, you, were, you it wasn't really an illness or something over there, and people didn't talk about. It, but it's part of it's all part of our health, an important part of our health, and and so A lot of our you know, material and campaigning and awareness goes into that, which is why we brought Mike King in and he's been an ambassador and been heavily involved at at, at different levels over, over the years. Um, Mark,
0: it feels like we're making some progress. There is better awareness around men's health more broadly. There's certainly a much better focus on mental health now. I feel like we've got a long way to go, but we're we're making some progress. What is it that stands in our way? Why, as men, why are we so uh, slow and getting on board with looking after ourselves, do you think?
1: bit of staunchness. There's a difference, I think, as well. Women are used to having their bodies poked at and prodded and all sorts of indignities done to them, and they do it because they bear children. There's an important part. of their, their health is, is, is. There's another dimension to how important it is. And guys, I mean, we get terrified. I mean, it's like with the, um, uh, you know, the digital rectal examination. You know, it's when the doctor puts a finger up your bum to to see that because they can manually check the prostate. Now that's only a small part of it. That may be cover off 15%, but it's, it's just, you know, if you want to be safe, but guys, and you'd have all sorts of ridiculous stuff, you know, you'd say, Oh, it's just going to make me gay. Excuse me. I mean, you know, and, and it's that, Guys, it's that somehow it's it's a threat to their masculinity and all that sort of stuff, and health generally. It's a bit like the dentist when you you know if you don't ask and you don't go and see, nothing bad is going to happen. And of course, this is a big mistake because we can. If you go and see a doctor and you go and see them early, and things like prostate and all sorts of all sorts of conditions and cancers can be dealt with. I mean, prostate is the classic, most men die with prostate cancer, not of prostate cancer. Most most of us will get it in, in some form, but it doesn't have to be your killer. And this is our thing, you know. I and mean, nothing worse than going to see a doctor and they say, Jeepers, you know, Ryan, if you had to come and see me, you know, four months ago, we could have done something. And so we don't want anyone to be in that position. So we, we've got to try and encourage them. Our focus um, a year ago was, was was exactly that. Make an appointment, go and see your doctor. You know, if you haven't in ages, just go and see them. And then they can get some of those baselines, you know, like you know, your cholesterol, your blood sugars, um, you know, your prostate, all those sort of things they can do. They can have markers. And if you've done it back when you were, say, 40 When you're 50 and they check it again, they can see what's happened. And that's what's important about that. So it's just encouraging guys that there's, you talk to the doctors and they say, there's three distinct types of people. There are people who just love going to the doctor, or going at the drop of a hat. You know, we all know those ones. Um, there are, there, there are, there are some who will, um, you know, go if, only if they need it, and there are some who just will not go. They have to be dragged kicking and screaming. And interestingly enough, this is where we also did our pitching and our, amb- our ambassadors. Um, uh, we've we've started like a year ago. some Amanda Gillies. Now she was fantastic. Because as she put it, men's health is everyone's health. And and quite often, it's the partners, it's the wives and the girlfriends or the sisters or the mothers who are the ones who are giving, telling the guys, no, you've got to go and do this. We went to field days a few years ago, uh, Timmy Green and myself, and um, we just had all these things we hand out, you know, watch your score? which just a simple test and how long, you know, have you had a mole map done? Have you been to the last year doctor? All those things things those triggers that we're talking about and it sort of tells you where you're at so we're handing these out the guys no way were they going to grab it the wives yes i'll take that thank you and i'll make sure he reads it you know so that's part of it and you know our whole stick is we're not there trying to get heavy with people and telling people you're a failure or whatever it doesn't matter how bad you are you can take a small step you'll start to improve
0: Maybe we could make it the new team bonding event on the construction site. Everyone goes to the doctor for a bit of a team bonding. We can compare digit inspections afterwards. What do you think?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Well, you see, in a funny way, that might actually work. Because if it was everyone going and there's that safety in numbers, you know, that might actually do it. And if it takes something like that even, Ryan, to get people along, great Great, you know. I mean, there's some, there's all sorts of initiatives and in going in and around the construction industry and mates in construction and various other things that people are doing. But you know, this is this is this is a good end. the prostate ones are is, is a real classic because it can be dealt with, can be dealt with. But it is that fear thing. Uh, Jeremy Wells and I last year, um, last year, year before, we had a um, a digital a, 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 a digital um, examination done by um, Tom Mulholland, the, uh, the the doctor, or Big Hands Tom, as he's known in the trade. Um, but, you know, we did that and, yeah, we, it was a bit of joking and stuff around it, but it was, we did it because we knew it was important. And I still get people coming up to me and saying, hey, I saw you and Old Newsboy on, uh, you know, on Seven Sharp having that done and I went and got it done myself. And, look, I don't care if we convince three people to do it, Ryan. It's, you know, it's a start.
0: And Mark, I think that example of leadership is a really strong one. We've got lots of construction business owners that listen to the podcast. You know, we're often saying, "Hey, lead by example. This is a, this is a great way to lead by example. Be open. Talk to your teams. Tell them that you've been for your health checkup, your annual health checkup with the doctor." You know, tell them that it was nothing too scary, encourage them to go, you know, maybe maybe it is about that team event or going, Hey guys, take the hour off work. I'd I'd like to see you looking after yourself. You know, encourage them and support them and and lead by example. I think it's a great approach.
1: See, there's also things like diet and especially, you know, the tradies, the building industry, you know, are famous for, you know, living off pies and bottles of Coke. But you just, just observationally, you see that's changed. But, yeah, people are getting this sort of live a bit healthier message. And that's what we're saying as well with the small steps. Okay, just start slowly trying to improve your diet. You know, it doesn't, you know, don't go cold turkey or whatever. Um, you've still got an issue with smoking. You know, people, I was a smoker. It was mandatory in the journalism business, you know, and I think, you know, and you think it was a bunch of smart people and how silly we could be. But again, you can see where that's been, but that still, was still going to try and, you know, the things you can do to improve your health radically straight away is stop smoking and start exercising, you know, and start eating better. But it doesn't have to be monumental and this all happens. Just ease yourself into it.
0: And we know that if you try to take the monumental approach that you'll likely go very hard for a week or 10 yeah. days or two weeks and then will you'll go, oh, this is way too hard. Yeah. Small incremental change over over time is definitely the way to way to go.
1: Yeah, that is exactly that is exactly it. I you mean, it's I, a funny sorry, Ryan.
0: I was gonna ask one of the resources that I know we have on the men's health week website is a little survey that people can take. Um, yeah, what's your the, score? I, I I'm going to do it straight it? after this and, and see what my score is. But do do I need to be nervous? Is this going to no. tell me that I'm I'm in terrible health and that I'm I'm am no. a disaster? See what we use this
1: thing for is 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 well is a, it's a it's a trigger, it's a reminder. So you go through and oh, actually, what's that? Have I had a prostate? No. Well, okay. What what is a prostate test? Have I you know have I had my skin checked in recent times? So that's another thing. Skin is... Mass biggest organ in the body. Um, and what we do, we, we, on the website, we've got various podcasts. Uh, Sherrod Paul, uh, you know, profe- he's a, a professor. This guy's a, a polymath. This guy, he's a writer. He's a doctor. He's written textbooks. He's written novels. He teaches underprivileged kids sort of literary skills and things. Amazing guy. And he took the time to do a podcast for us on the skin because the skin is a great, again, it's a great, it's a great barometer to your general health. And if your skin starts going bad, there's normally, you know, quite often there's other other things going on here. Um, So again, that just comes back to our softly, softly approach. So you do that test, and you'll go through. So what I'll tell you is, that puts you into three zones. Now, you know, you look as though you look after yourself um, reasonably well, so you're not going to have any worries there. But but what it will do is just trigger you, oh, have I done one of these? Have I done one of these? When's the last time I did that? When's the last time I did that? And those sort of stuff. So that's it's handy as well as just identifying people where they're at or giving them an idea. It raises these issues that, you, that it's going to help you with um, with men's health.
0: And I think the peace of mind is really valuable, Mark. I did go to the doctor myself um, only a couple of months ago, we kind of did all those baseline tests you're talking about. Got all the bloods done, cholesterol, and there's no downside, right? Because no. uh, for me, all all of my all of my results came back clear, and I was in good health. So I was like, great, tick, keep doing what I'm doing. But if I had have had an issue, then it would have been picked up. We could have taken some proactive yeah. action and done something about it.
1: See, it's a bit like when you go through customs. I don't know about you, but whenever I go through customs, I always feel guilty. I, think I haven't got anything to feel guilty about, but but somehow you just get that vibe. So you know, what, what's happening? Someone's, pl- you yeah. know, so, and it's a bit like people go to the doctor and you're quite right. And it's like, and it's like the dentist. They don't want to go because they think, oh, I might get some bad news. Well, you're only going to get worse news if you don't go. I mean, that's, that's the reality of it. So, And the other thing where you had, in uh, one, one of the uh, podcasts, I've got uh, Nick uh, Os- Oscroft, who's my doctor, and we talked. I said was talking to him about, well, what if you don't like your doctor? I had somebody rang me the other day and they said, look, I've got a mate of mine who goes to a doctor. She's a female doctor. She won't do a digital rectal test. I said, well, that's – some some people, you know, there's all sorts of different things in practice that people do. You just go to the practice manager and say, I need to see another doctor to get this done. And if you don't get on with your doctor, this is the other thing. You're not forced to stay with them. You know, if you, if you've got to find a doctor who you're comfortable with, who you trust, and who you feel communicates properly with you. And if you don't, don't. The doctors are not going to sit there and going, oh, how terrible, Ryan's left me and gone for another doctor. They're used to it. So whatever you do, make sure you get the right sort of person.
0: And our, and our builders should be very familiar with this. You know, they don't like their subbies, so they get rid of that subby and get a new one. They should be familiar it, with the process.
1: That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Get a subbie who, who's going to do better work or you get on with, you know.
0: Mike, we talked about, you know, why would we do this? Is it about shifting our mindset away from the... I'm a staunch guy and it's just about me to actually thinking a little bit about the implications of of bad health for us, you know, as a business owner, as fathers, as partners, as all those kind kind of things. Do we need to change our frame a little bit?
1: all of that and you see the thing is you, you don't just owe it to yourself to look after your health as you say there's things like your employer or your employees if you hire people you've got a responsibility to them to, to look after yourself you've got a responsibility to your kids and to your parents and to your wife or husband or whatever your partner you've got a responsibility to them as well so it's not just don't just do it for yourself and if you're getting calms better and that's right change the mindset and it's funny how you know we've, we've over the years things have things have changed I mean you just think about it we used to smoke on planes and you could used to be able to buy all sorts of terrible foods and things like that and um, you know all that is uh, all that has changed I was reading a thing recently about um, you know what, what are some of the biggest in terms of health in, in America one of the biggest issues one of the biggest factors was refrigeration because when they brought in refrigeration they stopped curing meats a lot of meat was cured and the stuff that they were curing it with was poison. Right. It was really, really bad, and so there was this big change in the in, in the forties, so because when people could refrigerate, and then they could get sort of different foods and you know keep things fresher. Uh, but yeah, these these chemicals they used to pour into stuff. So, so things have evolved. You know, it's, it's funny you, you, when you look back on you know just how much has changed. There was a guy, I think Thomas Midgley Jr., who is considered the um, probably one of the most killed more people, I think, on the planet than anyone else. And you would never have heard of him, would you? Thomas Mitzi no. Jr. Why? Because he invented leaded petrol, which they used to stop them you know, knocking in engines. And then he came up with Freon, which was the hydrocarbons used to go into our air conditioning, you know, in cars and stuff, and just opened up the ozone layer. And I think it was Nature Magazine called him a one-man environmental disaster. So it's, it's you know, things evolve and things change. And right now, health is very big. And the, and. You know, there's it was a big, you know, look at means products and stuff like that that you see now that you probably need, you know, it's, it's, it's all increasing. So I think it's changing. I think maybe younger people as well, you know, the next generation, you know, generations coming up, sort of take it, it's just part of that, you know, it's not something odd. But I think for a lot of us already out there in the workforce, it just sometimes can be a big challenge. And sometimes you just go, oh, I'll put it off, you know, and you need to do what you did, Ryan. You book an appointment, go and do it. And the relief, and you go, oh, I don't have cancer, I don't have this, I don't have that. You know, all these things you may have been sort of worrying about. And also that um, seeing someone whose mental health is such a big issue in this country. And we've got Matt Chisholm, who, um, you know, he wrote a book called Imposter and about his own struggles of mental health. And of course, he now had a celebrity treasure on it. I worked with him on the old uh, close-up days. Magic guy, absolutely beautiful guy. But same thing, he's trying to get out there on a sort of a, the man-to-man level saying, look, I've been, I'm a sort of Southern boy and I've, you know, I'm a farming boy and I've done all the stuff and I've had to, I've had to cope with it and you can too. So again, you're talking about changing the mindsets where the ambassadors come in and people that they can relate to. And this year we've expanded again. Um, You know, we've got our regulars, Greg Murphy, who's just fantastic. You know, everyone loves Greg, Um, but Scotty Morrison, from Takari, and Scotty is—he's he's just inspirational. He's getting into that because I said the figures for Maori health are so much worse. Mm. And Oscar Kightley, um, because we want to do a reach out to the Pacifica population mm. as well. And it's easier, as you say, get role models and and, and people they can relate to makes the messaging a lot easier to get across.
0: So, Mark, the theme for Men's Health Week this year is small steps. Uh, you've identified a couple of them already. Like, let's book a book a doctor appointment. Let's get along and get those baselines done and, and check where we're at. Uh, interested to know what are a couple of the small steps that you've taken in your health journey, and maybe some that uh, other people you've observed that have been good starter steps.
1: Yeah, you know, gave up smoking. Um, that was, and that's probably one of the hardest things I think for for, for any. just just insidious, How but for it? me, ah, oh, you just had to, you just had to. Well, it was mate and I. We both just said we've got to we've got to do this, and so it's and again, and you got each other, and that's that's the way to go. Um, but I I probably over a couple of years. I was on blood pressure medication. I was on metformin for type 2 diabetes and that sort of stuff. And I lost over a couple of years about 15 kgs. So, you know, I went from about 103 down to about 88 or something like that. But all I was doing was just, smaller, smaller meals and you say, I've got a really sweet tooth and I love chocolate and all that stuff. The only way is just not to have it in the house or, I mean, you you don't want to go just too crazy. Yeah, have some, but just, just keep it in proportion, you know, but just that cutting back meal sizes and we found we were just eating these sort of gargantuan meals. We weren't setting out to, but you'd make this big, huge pile of food. And I found just cutting back on, cutting back on that, you know, it was, that made it, that made, and it was just over a period of time. It wasn't sort of this sort of rapid thing. Because as you say, you know, we've been through, my wife and I've been through all sorts of, all, every every fad diet has been, we've, we've tried it, for, you know, the Atkins and the Israeli and there's this and that. And you're right, in the end, they always, they break for some reason. So you're better off. And I remember a professor, Mann, who's a professor of um, nutrition down at um, Otago University. I remember talking to him about this once. He said, you should eat like your grandmother told you to, you know, And it's just sensible, you know. Have a mix of things, you know. I mean, some people might have intolerances and stuff like that, but it's all about, I suppose, just eating sensibly and not doing stuff. So for me, that was it. It was just. You know, cutting back, just trying to avoid this sort of really bad space. And then for other things like with smoking and that sort of stuff, it's always good to have a, another mate involved because that just keeps you both honest, you know. And if you have a problem or you, you know, whatever, fall off the wagon, you know, yeah, here we go, we get, let's get back into it. And it's all those sort of things. I mean, even at work, you know. And it's the same like with the, the, we've got tips in the with mental health and things like that as well and just, you know, what to do and, you know, how to approach people. And sometimes people won't want to talk, but you've got to make sure they know you're there if they do, you know, you can't just sort of force yourself. So there's all sorts of small things we can do. You know, just try walking a bit further each day, or you know, going to work. Sort of, you know, maybe moderate some of the snack, the morning teas, or whatever, whatever. So there's all bits and pieces, and little by little, those changes really turn into something.
0: Yeah, maybe we'd better introduce the salad challenge on site. You know, one, yes, one that's day, right. One day a week, let's have it. Well, let's have a salad challenge. Who can well, be a salad or, or buy one and have that instead of the saucy roll on the pie.
1: That's right. Or we could bring around tofu surprise for the burly Builders as they uh, get their morning tea. But isn't that funny? I mean, things like salads and stuff. But now it's, it's just a change in your focus, you know, and you're also seeing, you know, people, you know, cutting back on meat and things like that as well in terms of improvements in their diet and just getting the veggies and, and things like that. And so, yeah, that's 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 the way to go. And, and as I said, this year, it's like with all those things, all facets, just small steps, just get yourself there. And the good thing with a small step is that you can achieve it and you feel good. And it helps to feel good if you're going to try and tackle something.
0: And yeah, Mark, thinking forward to how you know we've made some progress, where we're talking about these things more. There are more options available. You know all those kind of good things. If you were to think forward to 2050, what would you like? What would you like the New Zealand males to be operating like? Or how could we progress? What would be what would be the well, nirvana in 2050?
1: In 2050, I'd like to see some of those stats come down, you know, just the, 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 less, of the, the less of the needless deaths. And I think, um, you know, one of the big issues, and I think it's going to remain a big, big issue all the way through for us, is the mental health aspect. You know, people are just, there's that struggle, especially in, you're finding it in you know, the construction industry, also in the rural communities. So that's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see us t- where having those sort of discussions is more normal you know and and we're not frightened by them and we're sort of going to look so it's being more open about our health, I think that would signify a big change.
0: And if there's someone listening to the podcast today and they're you know they are feeling the pressure because there's supply chain challenges, there's economic oh. challenges, there's people, uh, you know, availability of staff and labor. so there really are some construction business owners out there that are doing it tough at the moment a lot under a lot of mental load. Um, what advice would you give them if you feel like someone's in that space?
1: Yes, you've got to talk to someone. I mean, ideally, you need to talk to a health professional, but you need to talk to someone, whether it's your partner or one of your mates or whatever. That's 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 the first step is sharing that with 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 someone else. I mean, I we don't profess to be experts or clinicians or whatever, but there's just some common sense things, and I think, for especially with depression, the the, the thing is, it's it's that getting someone else who you can unload on. And that means you've, on the other side, we've got to be good listeners. You know, it's not about us telling them, oh, well, you need to do this. You've got to just be there to listen to them. And that's what's, that's what's so important. They can also, people can go to our website, uh, menshealthweek.co.nz, and we've got lots of tips and things. also what we started doing, and this was largely through Master Builder's um, and as Nari and Fernanda, who we work with there, came up with this idea of quizzes because they all love the, you know, people like the office quiz. So we started doing health quizzes and various questions in there because I do it, you know, we do it every day, the sort of the online ones or the in the DOM or whatever. And it's that, and because it brings in a little bit of competition and that sort of stuff. So it's another sort of we keep trying to think of different think of different ways that we can get the message out. So the quizzes have been a real hit, and we have more of those. So that's all on our website as well.
0: Correct. Well, how about we throw out the challenge to our listeners to take the men's health survey? We'll put the link in the show notes so people can access that. Um, and what I you, encourage your entire team to do the do the survey, have a bit of a chat about it, open up the communication around men's health. And we probably need some prizes. So, what if you get the best score, you get a sausage roll, and if you get the worst score, you get a salad? Is that should we something <laughs> like that?
1: That could be the way to go.
0: We'll leave the the prizes up to to the individuals. But I think that's a great tool to, you know, again, if we can talk about it, we can keep communicating about it. If we can be open with our teams, if we can lead by example, then we're going to keep that conversation heading in the right direction.
1: And can I just finally just do a big shout out to Dave Kelly and the whole team there at Master Builders? Because, you know, we couldn't do this without them. You know, and it's and and I'm not just sucking up to them. I like them because their heart is in the right place. They really believe in this as we do, and that's why they got behind it. I think that's what makes it so successful. When you're working with people who share the same sort of vision and, and goals, it's a lot different than somebody just wants to, you know, get their logo up, logo up on something. So yeah, got on you, yeah, Master Builders. Look forward to it, and all those builders out there, your listeners, whether they're building owners or you're you're on the tools. Go to our website. Even if you don't go to our website, just start talking to your mates.
0: Fantastic wrap there, Mark. Thanks for joining us today. Your messaging has been absolutely on point and uh, really, really appreciate you getting in behind Men's Health Week and with the support of Master Builders and uh, furthering this conversation for the for the men in Aotearoa.
1: Cool, and thank you, Ryan. Thank you for getting behind that as well.
0: Absolute pleasure. Cheers, mate. Oh, that's great.